0: if I'm wrong in that, shoot me. But I believe we were. (laughs) Just correct him. (laughs) Either way, it's cool. no better holiday song than the promo up front podcast jingle written by the one and only Jason Noakes and that's how we're going to greet you this week before Christmas on episode number 24 of the promo front podcast I am one of your hosts Bill Petrie with me as always the major domo of kissing you under the mistletoe the lieutenant of his own personal Yule log the sergeant of stuffing your stocking Kirby Haasman oh. Kirby How are you?
1: I am doing well, my friend. It's uh, been a bit of a winter wonderland here in Ohio, in Coshocton, Ohio. Uh, It's actually quite, you know, I don't love the cold, but like when it's like this, it was like a really pleasant snow. It's really beautiful out the window. I'm actually looking at it right now. And so on those days when you don't have to drive and you don't like, it's really
0: nice. So I'm doing well. How about you? I'm doing great. Thank you for so much. You know, one of the things people may not know about you is, you know, there's different definitions of cold. So what's cold to you might not be cold to somebody else, right? What's cold to you is below 72 degrees. So um, <laughs> We know you're suffering. We know you're suffering just a hair over there, but you know, it never makes us suffer. What's that, Bill? Information at our fingertips by our good pals over at Promo Pulse. That's right. That one-stop app for the entire promotional products industry right at your fingertips. And I know you use it. I use it. There's, I think over 8,000 billion users. Now that is not verified, (laughs) but that is the, to the best of my knowledge, that is how many, that is how many users are on the platform. So it's convenient. It has ideas, inspiration, information. It's free to use. We've talked about that. We even talked about the Alexa enabled app, which if you haven't done that, it's really cool. You can tell your Alexa enabled device To play podcasts, to do, uh, you know, look for things is very, very cool. But now there's something new. Every week, it's something new, which I love. Yeah, I love. And I know you do too, Kirby. The weekend pulse check. Are you familiar with this? I'm not. This is new to me. New to you, new to me, new to everybody. So, subscribers will receive a new email this Sunday, starting this Sunday and every Sunday. And instead of the daily pulse, and what it's going to be, it's going to, really be targeted to your user experience it's using Mm. some ai to really tailor the experience so that email is much more focused on you and what Mm. you're getting so it's really really cool we're hoping I think what uh, Jason said when we were talking about it, Jason Nokes, he was really hoping it helps people really find more ideas for inspiration because it's more targeted, which I think is fantastic.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, The idea that, you know, it's funny, we always talk about the, the ads that, that follow us mm. and stuff like that, but at the end of the day, when social media works well is when yeah. it is serving you up things that you are interested in seeing.
0: Well, it's not just things you're interested in seeing, it's also things other distributors are looking at, so you should be cool. looking at it too. So it's ideas from it. publishers who are popular with other distributors, And it's tailor-made to you. So look for that weekend pulse check this weekend. If you haven't downloaded that Promo Pulse app, wow, where have you been? (laughs) (laughs) Fake laughter. Um, Where have you been? Um, You need to get on your local app store and go ahead and download that right now. It's free. It doesn't cost you a darn thing. So uh, Kirby, I want to thank you for having the courage to broadcast with me. This is our last broadcast before Christmas. We will drop a podcast on Christmas Day. So... Uh, you're ready be ready be prepared (laughs) that's right much like santa dropping his uh presents off down to your chimney i don't know where i'm going with this we're going to drop a podcast next week but this week in the (laughs) promo front podcast i am responsible for the promo part of the podcast and so they did it again kirby okay they did it again pantone (laughs) has released the color of the year okay it's actually two colors this year sure And they finally got it right. Wow. For the first time in the history of this broadcast, our previous broadcast, frankly, the entire broadcast medium of any broadcast. (laughs) I'm not going to complain about Pantone. Okay. I am going to pat them on the back. You know, have you seen the new two colors of the year? I got nothing, man. Okay, fantastic. Thanks for being prepared. <laughs> um, so it's two colors. It's, it's One color is Illuminating, and it's a vibrant yellow. It's actually number 13-0647. Oh, I, I did see And this. the other color is Ultimate Gray, which yes. is 17-514. Um, really two nice colors. And then uh, Leatrice Eisman, from, who's the executive director of the Pantone Institute, uh, great quote. The union of enduring ultimate uh, enduring ultimate gray with the vibrant yellow of illuminating expresses a message of positivity supported by fortitude, practical and rock solid, but at the same time warming and optimistic. This is a color combination that gives us resilience and hope. We need to feel encouraged and uplifted. This is essential to the human spirit. Hell. Yes, I love this. I love the ideas behind it. I think the colors are perfect. I think the thought process behind the colors are perfect. Kirby, tell me I'm wrong. No,
1: I don't. I don't think you're wrong. I think that um, the idea of uh, using whatever medium you have to uplift and inspire is a good thing. So I think that's sort of the idea behind what um, Mm -hmm. Pantone is doing. Um, I I actually, now that you said it, I I think I saw Mandy Rudd posted something about it and that's where I had seen it for the first time. I think, yeah, I think the colors are nice. I think it's interesting that they tend to, uh, create trends much like previous Pantone colors. I I don't spend a lot of time worrying about it, but I, I like the concept of using what you do and the power and the medium you have to inspire. I'm down with that.
0: Yeah, and I know this is the promo upfront section of the podcast, and this is technically not from the world of promotional products, but is something we watch in our industry. Sure, yeah. Um, And I just thought, you know, as I looked for possible things to talk about, there's some things going on in in the industry, and we'll get to that. I just thought this was such a great thing, and and I'm so in the zone right now in this mode of trying to find positivity and Mm -hmm. trying to find uh, the fortitude and things like that as we're all going through the second surge, whatever you want to call it. And I just thought for once they really hit it out of the park. Um, I still don't think like picking a color of the year matters that much in the, in the grand scheme of things. However, I just thought this was a really smart choice. It was a very cool choice and, and I loved it. And so I, I had to do that for my promo up front. So
1: I like it. And And just to be clear, like the, the, to me, the messaging and the idea behind it is more important than the colors. The colors are great, and absolutely, they're going to drive they're going to drive trends in our industry. And I think it does relate. But the, does. you could have told me it was chartreuse
0: and and watermelon, and if the the messaging was the same, I'd be down. Well, I was going to go down a road of okay, <laughs> let's start picking. And we did this, I think maybe three years ago. We decide I went through a list of like ten to twelve people in the promotional products industry, and I made you pick colors for them. And I decided that I remember listening, I remember that was painful for you. <laughs> it, was. it was really like it was like curveball after curveball. <laughs> so we've decided not to do that. Not not with that. That's something we actually have to prepare for, which we usually don't do for this podcast. Yeah, so.
1: and, and just you get ready, because the 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 party in the back is gonna be a little bit like that for you today. Oh,
0: snap crackle pop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready for another topic? Uh, Kirby, nothing. And I mean, nothing would give me more pleasure at this particular moment in time. <laughs> okay,
1: so one of the things that I'm seeing right now in a, in a wonderful, wonderful way, it's one of the places where social media, uh, we've lived through the best and worst of times of social media this year. Um, this is one of the best. So we're seeing it's award season. I'm yes. seeing more and more people um, posting, hey, I got salesperson of the year or I got this award or volunteer yep. of the year whatever. And those, to me, that's the best of social media that mm-hmm. the people are celebrating the things they're most proud of and they're sharing it with the people that they love and mm-hmm. like and whatever. Um, so it's award season. So I was curious to know for you, what is the best or some of the best awards or recognition that you have ever received? Mm-hmm. I, I, can, I can give you mine, the one that popped into my head first no. or
0: you can jump in. I, I the one that immediately pops into my head um, was getting our first Pyramid Award mm-hmm. for uh, the unscripted podcast that we mm-hmm. used to do, um, which we won a silver, mm-hmm. and then the next two years we won gold. So we won three Pyramid Awards to my knowledge, and I know other people, I think we were one of the first people to really do a dedicated podcast on a consistent basis in the industry. And if I'm wrong in that, shoot me, but I believe we were (laughs) just correct him (laughs) (laughs) in a way. It's cool. Um, So taking that and knowing how that developed of a genesis of an idea, you and I just wanted to do something different and I'm not going to tell the story of how the podcast came to fruition, Mm -hmm. but taking that and growing in that podcast growing in those things made me very, it's, I'm very proud of what we've done. Mm-hmm. You know, when I hear you on a podcast without me or me on a, and I, I, I would guess you feel the same way or me on a podcast without you. And someone says, man, you're one of the pioneers of podcasting industry. It's like, I guess we are. Mm-hmm. And, and so that always makes me very proud. And the fact that that was recognized by the industry. Sure. Uh, that's a big one. And then I, I go back to when before I ever got actually into the promotional products industry, I was selling um doesn't it really doesn't matter, but it was, it was uh professional grade videotape. Nice to uh, post production houses and things like that. And uh I was salesman of the year at my company and won a contest and was able to go to Cancun on a fabulous vacation. And so that, 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 that was my first ever award. Those things, I'm not a big awards guy. Like, I mean, I love, everybody loves recognition. People who tell you they don't love recognition. They're lying to you. Everybody (laughs) loves it. Yeah. Um, but there's some validation that comes along with that. So to me, it's not necessarily an award; it's the validation of the hard work that went into building, totally. uh, building the, whatever it is to get the award. So what about you, Kirby? I think that's a great question. I love it, by
1: the way. Yeah, thanks. And so you went down the road exactly like when I posed the question. I, you know, you posed the question sort of yourself. The the unscripted uh, awards, mm-hmm. the Pyramid Awards, that agree that that popped into our head. And it is exactly right. It's validation of the consistent, the things that we believe to be true. Yeah. Like it's the rest of the industry kind of mirroring back saying, yeah, it is important. Oh, yeah. We actually know something. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, the funny thing is, is my, uh, in two. I can remember, 2004, Bermuda. Um, my wife and I, I had just gotten into the industry. My wife was already in the industry and we had sort of teamed up to be a sales team for JII. And you uh, remember this, yeah, right. So, the um, it was during the transition when Lee Wayne had bought JI, so it was kind of a weird, like, mm-hmm. uh, kind of deal. So, it was like Lee Wayne and JI all coming yeah. together, but I was recognized as a salesperson of the year, and it was the same thing. It was just one of those things mm-hmm. where I had taken it really seriously. I'd left a salary and benefits and the whole nine yards to go into street commission <laughs> sales and at the Long and
0: Burger Basket Company, if memory serves me correctly, correct? That
1: is correct, and it was like it had to work, it had to work, yeah, and so. Um, it like, I forget how many new accounts I opened that year. Cause it was yeah. just like, I wasn't going home without writing an order. Yeah. I got a watch, um, that I wore for 15 years yeah. and every single time it, it was, it went to the power of the medium I was talking about. It broke recently. I haven't put a mm. new watch on since. Well, they still um, sell
0: Casios.
1: Yeah. <laughs> But but you know what I mean? Like it meant that much, and so uh, so that's that was my like mm-hmm. th- those two definitely
0: popped in my head. So. That's cool. I, I that's what a great thing. And I think what I'd love to hear and just popped into my head from our listeners and, and viewers. What 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 have you done that has been recognized in some way, shape, or form by, right. uh, by either your peers or the industry? that's really made you feel validated. I think that's a really great message of positivity as we kind of ride out the end of 2020, knowing that things don't change January 1st like that. It's gonna yeah. take some time. But I th- I'd love to hear some of those stories.
1: I love that idea. Put, yeah, put it in the comments below, message us. Yep. Um, we, again, back to the idea that this is the kind of message, this is the time of year. Yeah. It's perfect for it. So that's perfect.
0: Yeah. We'd love to hear that. You know what else I'd like to hear about Kirby? What's that Bill? You know, I love me some promotional products. I don't know if you know this. I love promotional merchandise better than anybody else in the entire world. I dare anyone to love promotional merchandise as much as I do, but I'm going to give you an opportunity. Like Pringles? To show- <laughs> oh, I love me some Pringles. <laughs> um, I'm going to give you an opportunity to tell me I'm wrong, to prove to me that I'm wrong, and to show our audience how much you love a particular promotional product as we share the promotional product of the week. Yeah. So we do this every week, and it's it's a funny
1: thing because it's both the easiest and hardest thing I do each yep. week because there we are, there are so many choices, and I'm not trying to blow sunshine. It's just like mm-hmm. I've got a lot of different things I like. This is one that I was surprised about. Yeah. So it's from our friends at Gold Star. Uh, we did a campaign uh, that you know about. It's the Be Kind. Yeah be kind, give first, work hard, repeat message. I I have that on my t-shirt today. Mm -hmm. Um, And we did a whole box of this kind of thing. And uh, Kenny and those guys suggested this piece. And I I saw it and it's one of those things you see and you're like, oh yeah, it's fine. Mm -hmm. A, it's functional, but then you open it up and it's got sticky notes underneath. cool. Yeah. So it's actually functional. It's only 275 on a C. It's the Gator notepad with sticky notes in the color jet. Um, Minimum of a hundred. I also also,
0: also noticed if you can hold back up um, for those of you who are just listening, there's a really cool texture on the front too. It's almost like a a, a reptilian uh, situation there. Very like an alligator-ish. Yeah, it's it's a
1: really cool everybody. It's one of those things that when you hand it to somebody, it's the surprise and delight is really high. And so I always say cost per impression or uh, the perceived value. As, I, mean, I was about to say, yeah, perceived, perceived value, value that's much higher. So, but
0: again, it's something people will keep on their desk for until it's use is exhausted, which is going to take months. And it's yeah. just sitting there giving your message out. Love it, Kirby. Cool. All right. So I believe it's my turn. So the other topic I was looking at for promo up front. So I actually do have another promotional products. Right. Um, one is aim smarter. Are you, are you familiar with aim run mm-hmm. by Nikki Stella, a great organization? It's a network of over 2,200 distributors they formed, which I I absolutely freaking love this. And so I really should have made this promo up front. (laughs) Um, They formed a diversity council, which I think is so flippin' cool and so needed in our industry. And so if I can look at my notes here. So what they do is they aim... See what I did there? Uh, Aim to embrace and drive programs that promote diversity within the organization, the AIM network, and the industry as a whole. And they're also planning on hosting an educational series on diversity, equity, and inclusion in 2021. And that's going to be available to the entire industry. And so Mm -hmm. they're, they're not only making their organization intentionally trying to make their organization more diverse, they're intentionally sharing whatever knowledge they have. And with the greater good, there's no money involved. They're, they're trying to make the industry a better place. And damn it, I love this so much because you and I have talked on this podcast and, and it's something I know you and I are both passionate about. Uh, we, we really want, I'd love to see more diversity in our industry. I'd love to see more women in leadership positions. I know you would too. I am sp- I am speaking for you here. And so t- that Nikki Stella, who is a woman in running a, a fantastic organization, she used to run promo marketing, um, is intentional about this. I love this love this love this so much more people need to be doing this more organizations need to be doing this
1: I agree a million percent and it's one of those things where I think um, in the interest of transparency I think it's one of those things I love but I don't do nearly enough about yeah. myself yeah. Um, and it's uh, I think we all jumped on this bandwagon earlier in the year where um, when when challenges uh, with racial injustice were brought up right I, but I think many of us gave it, I think unintended, so just to be clear, but unintended lip service. We talked about it, Mm -hmm. that it's important, but not very many people created something and are doing something. Danny Rosen is one who I think has done a good job who has said, look, we've created a a program. But the idea that a bigger organization is going to not only take the initiative, but then share it. Yeah, well done. That's really Yeah, it's really so stuff. cool.
0: And so, I, I, you know, we don't do the promo person of the week anymore. Um, and maybe we all, we'll bring that back maybe at some point. But gosh darn it, Nikki Stella, kudos yeah. to you and your organization. Honestly, that is so cool. I love it, love it, love it. Well done. All right, Kirby. Do you have another topic for us to discuss on this fine broadcast as we lead up to Christmas?
1: Yes. Okay, so this is, this is sort of a, I've got a bunch, but I'm going to pick okay. this one. So Content. Um, okay. You and I are are super uh, passionate about the idea, whether it's video, mm-hmm. whether it's podcasting, whether it's blogs. Um, but I, I think one of the things, this is just, we can make this quick, that we see a lot of the time is that you put out a piece, a blog, a, mm-hmm. a piece of content, whatever. And then I think you and I have both had hesitation with going back to the well and reposting it. Yep. Um, I have some thoughts about this. I'm curious mm-hmm. to know, has that Evolved for you? Do yes. you still like ch- change it? What, what Do you think it's okay to repost things? I guess that's really um, the question.
0: I think it's yeah I do. It's my words, um, and so I have no problem with it. Um, I, I've come to come kind of come to accept that. There's some times where I feel like I'm covering a topic I've already covered, and I did it better before, so maybe I can spend time updating it, make it a little more relevant. Um, so. I don't really have that much of an issue. I try not to do it very often. Mm. Uh, it's really, I, these days, if I go back to the well, for example, it's more of a, I'm writing something. I go, this sounds something familiar to me. <laughs> and then I go find it. I go down a rabbit hole and find out, well, that I wrote that five years ago. My audience is very different now. And also mm. my audience, that sounded very haughty. I don't mean it like that. But the people who read my stuff now may not be the same people who read it five years ago. And so that knowledge, if there is any to be gleaned, is still valuable, hopefully. And so, no, I don't have really an issue with it, as long as it's not just cut, cut, and paste, and let's pretend I didn't write this before.
1: No, yeah, that's fair. I, and that's just being uh, disingenuous. Transparent, yeah. yeah. Uh, but the, the idea, I actually think this is a thing we need to get over. Like I, yep. I, if, if we wrote it now again, it's not, when I say reposting it, I actually don't mean taking the previous blog post, copying it and making it mm-hmm. a new blog post. I like, I actually did okay, it this morning. No, no. It's that's, that's part of the thing is just like, so I got a question. I'll give you a, a very yeah. specific example. So I yeah. got, I've had two or three people reach out to me in the last week that have said, Hey, I want to do a podcast and I'd like mm-hmm. to pick your brain. I'm always flattered by that. I enjoyed the conversation.
0: Yep. I've had many um, people approach me the same way.
1: Right. And so I, I thought, you know, I, sh- this is, I was typing a response and I was like, I should turn this into a blog mm-hmm. and just say, here's what I do. And I was like, wait a second, didn't I already write this? Yeah. <laughs> and so I went back and found it. I updated it, yeah. left the date the same on the blog. And then just re. I actually literally reposted it here earlier today to yeah. say, I wrote this a while back, but yeah. I've updated it.
0: Here you go. It's, to me, it's evergreen content. And if it's valuable, it's valuable. I agree. The challenge I personally have is some of the things I've written for a previous organization I no longer work sure. for. Yeah. And so um, I struggle with um, they might own that content truthfully. Um, you know, I'll give you a perfect example. The blog I'm posting Monday, it's something, it's a tradition of mine. It was a tradition before I went to promo corner. It was a tradition at promo corner and it will be a tradition going forward, which is I rewrote twas a night before Christmas into twas in the day before promo Christmas. And, um, I am reposting that I am. And I'm putting Monday's date on it and I don't care. Yeah. Um, because I did it before. It, I did that content before I went to Promo sure. Corner. Sure. So that came with me, and I'm taking it with me. It's no, and not, that's, that's yeah. fair. I guess, But I do struggle with, like, if there's things I wrote specifically while I was at Promo Corner, That's I struggle with that, because uh, I was employed there. Part of my job was to create content. Yeah. They own that. I mean, we can look at uh, Unscripted, for example. Unscripted, the reason this is not called Unscripted is because that was always... Paid for in some way shape or form by promo corner, they own that and and I we recognize that so i that's that's where I have the the internal struggle
1: yeah and I think that but I would say that that's a unique uh, yes. situation where I think you know we see ads like literally commercials yeah 17 times a day and they're the same ads and we don't that isn't offensive to us and we don't think that that, that, that somehow is creatively problematic but i think we struggle with the idea of putting the same blog post out even if yeah. it is appropriate you know what i mean and so i think I, we need I, to I get, get, get that. over
0: that i that i agree with you know again my situation is unique and i probably went much more down that rabbit hole than i no, needed to no it's good um kirby yeah. the cleveland indians i'm not sure you're aware of this they are changing their name uh. They've been called the Indians since 1915. Mm -hmm. They have decided that sometime in the future, they are going to change their name, much like the Washington football team has changed their name. Um, They don't know what their new name is going to be. Um, Now the Indians are going to stick with the name Indians until they have a new brand. I like this approach. Um, I think the Washington football team being called the Washington football team is kind of silly, but that's me. Here's what I don't get. Okay. So I, I'm not Native American. I'm not going to get into this discussion about whether it's offensive or not. That's not really what I'm talking about. The power, the people that own the Indians have decided it's time for name change. There's a mascot for the Cleveland Indians called Chief Wahoo, which he's is not, he's the, not their mascot anymore. He hasn't uh, been for a couple of years. Well, actually hold on to your Kirby's because okay. I think you might be a little mistaken there. Well, you okay. I, you are and you aren't they're still going to sell Chief Wahoo merchandise because they still do sell Chief Wahoo merchandise right now. Okay. okay. And that's the uh, picture of the Native American with the mm-hmm. single feather and all that. Which you could very much argue is a very offensive looking character. One could argue that very easily. Not, not a difficult stretch. Okay. So, but they're still going to sell that even after the name change. Um, but they're just going to donate proceeds from sales to the merchandise to Native American groups. What in the actual fudge? Are you, okay, with, what are you, are you going to be like ultra sensitive, which that's fine. It's your team. You do what you want with it, but you still want to be selling that. And you, you make yourself feel better by donating the proceeds back to the people you're offending. I don't get it. I really don't. Help me, Kirby. Help me, Kirby Juan <laughs> Kenobi. You're my only hope. Yeah, I, there is.
1: I, I'll be in the interest of transparency. I didn't know that they were still selling yep. merchandise with Chief Wahoo. I didn't either. It was a, I mean, that when that announcement came out, I, again, I think that you and I have differing opinions about Redskin. I think we have different opinions about some of this. Maybe. The Chief Wahoo one, I was like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. It's a little, and so, so it's when a they little cartoony, when they, when they removed it, yeah. I, I still struggle with the idea that we are measuring other people's intent. I, I struggle I with that. I agree. But when they got rid of that, I was like, okay, I at least understand it. Yeah. Um, so I didn't know that they were still selling merchandise on it. Um, that is a bit duplicitous. <laughs> um, but the, when they when the idea that they are changing the name Indians yeah <laughs> I mean I, th- to me it's their team they can call it whatever yeah, they want look, I, but I, I would say that th- we we are entering an era where no word ever can be appropriate at any time it's history we're like literally. That I, I have no words. Like, there is At, never going to be a word I, that
0: is outside of offending someone. I have words. Entering an era? Um, <laughs> sir, we're in it. Yeah. I mean, I, you and I have been uh, taken to task several times. This is episode number 24. We've offended people, and I still am not sure how that happened. So. Yeah. Um, I get it, but I just thought I didn't get it. You and I haven't changed. No, no. (laughs) To me, it's, it's one of those things. Does it pass the red face test at a glance, you know? And, and the the term Indian does not offend me. I don't get it. And I'm sure the Atlanta Braves are, are going to follow suit. I don't get that because Because
1: what's the word, what word can you use? And when, when the idea of a mascot is not something you are ashamed of, it's something you are proud of.
0: Yep. Well, maybe <laughs> like, the Washington football team would become the senators and then all the the, sen- the government will get upset and be offended. Who knows? Yeah. Um, do you have one more? Or you want to go to the game? What are we doing? You have the, let's time, have clock. Look at the time clock. Uh, let's go to the game. I'm excited right. about that. I'm nervous about this because <laughs> you said um, it's going to be either great or a complete colossal disaster. Totally, totally.
1: Sweet. But one of the things I would say is, and, and let me set the stage here. I, you and I talk about this. I think I've said it on the podcast, I've said it off the podcast. I just feel like you do so much better job on the games than I do. I'm usually like, so you like red or blue? <laughs> I,
0: I, will t- I, will t- I appreciate that. First of all, thank you. The second thing is, um, I love the weeks when I don't have to come up with a game. So, <laughs> so I've got
1: one here, and I okay. really, I, I, I've thought outside of the box. Oh, and One gosh. of the things I would say is, that it's, it's totally unfair. This, oh, this game is totally unfair for you. Um, I but, would never do that to you, by the way, yeah, just so you're right. aware. I almost never. emailed you to, to, to like tell you. I know we don't do that, but I was like, nope. I don't know if it's fair. Okay. But, so I've actually come up with answers as well, just to kind of keep, keep it rolling and hopefully get your wheels turning on it. So okay. the idea is it's, it's a new game, promo front person. Okay, promo front person. And the okay. concept is I'm going to mention someone in our industry Okay. And you are going to tell me the band that oh. they should be the front person
0: for. Oh. Okay. Peace. I First of all, I love this game. <laughs> I don't, I'm going to go ahead and say it now. I think I'm going to do well. Okay. All right. Okay. This and and this you very right this, I love this, is, I love this is, this is, this great. is
1: totally up your alley. All right. Here we I'm go. actually going to start with one that I think is easy, uh, and, or at least sort of a layup. Yeah. And understand, I'm going to give you mine too, just for okay. fun. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right.
0: Danny Rosen. The Ramones. No question about it. Mm. Danny Rosen should front the Ramones. He's got a, a, an irreverent attitude. He's got a little bit of a uh, very quiet uh, passion about him. Not so quiet in some ways, and I mean that in a good way. So I And it's his favorite band, so he needs to front the, the Ramones.
1: I love it. That's actually a better answer than mine. Um, and I knew that there was like a different band, but the, mm-hmm. what, the band that popped into my head, you 2 okay he, he literally is bono he is. A, <laughs> like, that might that might be a better answer yeah, because he is he is kind of a leader in uh philanthropic ideas and mm-hmm. and uh, obviously a big i, I kind of like your answer better
0: because i just went with his favorite band more than anything else and tried to justify it so uh... <laughs> okay well but that was good all okay. right ready yes charity gibson the b-52s Ooh, that's a good one that's um, a good one Charity's fun. And yeah. when I think of B-52s, they're fun. They're irreverent. They have really catchy songs and, and Charity is, is, she's fun. She's certainly irreverent and I can just see her up there singing Love Shack um <laughs> totally and so I, I totally go charity gibson b52s just because she's got this irreverent way of looking at things wow. um and and she does so many great things in the industry because she looks at things in an irreverent way so b52s for one charity gibson carby what say you you are killing it by the way i i went banana okay <laughs> a
1: super fun cruel e. summer but she was also like, wasn't her Green Banana Promotions
0: also a very nice yep. company? Yep. So that's yep. okay. Your, right, your no. answer was totally better. No, no, no. Um, Jason Noakes. Jason Noakes. Um, that would be, uh, let's see, I'm going to go Pantera. Okay. Cool. Uh, Jason Dokes uh, is much like me uh, 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 not so much of a closet headbanger but we both love our loud guitar driven music and I could see him up there just because if you've ever seen Jason play, he's, he's an amazing amazing gifted uh, talented uh, musician and guitar player And he can play just about any genre that I'm aware of but he loves his his guitar driven rock and so um, I, I'd say I'd love to see him uh you know go a little pantera on everybody. I love it. I went Metallica,
1: so we weren't okay. way far nope. off on that
0: nope. one. So cool. David Schultz. <sighs> David Schultz, R-E-M.
1: Okay. Um, I see
0: okay. or actually, you know what? No, Duran Duran. Um, because what David loves is harmony. David loves okay. a lot of harmonies and stuff. And, and I know he's a, a Duran Duran fan and I could see him fitting very well into that band. If you listen to a lot of the Duran Duran stuff, and I have a very soft spot in my heart for Duran Duran. I love Duran Duran. Um, they have some really cool under guitar. They have some really good guitar stuff uh, that underlies um, their songs. You don't hear it's a lot heavier on the synth and stuff, but I think, and that's David's personality. He doesn't love being, I think, the guy he will he's good to support the guy you know be that 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 kind of background supportive so and and dave's a hell of a player too by the way jay's a hell of a musician so duran duran the double duran kirby what say you
1: i went tom petty and the heartbreakers nice they need a new lead singer right now and i felt like he would fit in well there sam cabert
0: oh sam (laughs) cabert pink floyd
1: Okay, I like Pink that Floyd. one. <laughs> yeah, no, like Sam that. is
0: is <laughs> a such a zen dude, and I think of very um, flowy keyboards yeah. and very calm. And I see him just going, "Hello." <laughs> I like it. Is there anybody in there? So, what about what about you? I went in the Whalers. <laughs> okay, Bob Marley yeah. and the Whalers. I, I can see that. Yeah, so good. Why is that, Kirby?
1: <laughs> I just think he is uh, okay. fun and uh, zen. I think the words okay. you said. I okay. Love it. okay. 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 I got two more. Two more. You're doing great, two more. by the way. Okay. You're killing it. Um, yep. Much better than I thought you would do. Like, And I mean well, that you. in a total positive okay. way.
0: Brett Schaefer. Brett Schaefer. Okay. <laughs> um, Brett Schaefer, I'm going to say, oh, what's the name of that band? Um, widespread Panic. Um, okay. Brett loves himself some... Um, uh, he loves those uh, groups like Dave Matthews of those jam bands. He loves jam yeah. bands. Okay, and I see him in Widespread Panic just doing his thing up there. Every song's about twenty six minutes long, <laughs> and I, so Brett Brett's definitely Widespread Panic for me.
1: Okay, cool. All right. What um, about I, you for Brett? I just wrote Eminem.
0: Eminem? Um, okay. <laughs> I why do I have a feeling before you go to number one? Why do I have a feeling this is me and you're going to say you're you're seeing if I'm going to say Van Halen? Nope. Okay. I
1: I actually have you as my bonus. Oh, okay. One more. I didn't. I
0: didn't mean to crap on your game. I apologize. Not at all, Kelsey Cunningham. Kelsey Cunningham. Oh, that's a that's a um, wow, Kelsey Cunningham. I'm gonna say Kelsey would front. Um, she'd be Lady Gaga. Okay. You know she's very quietly extraordinarily talented. Mm-hmm. Uh, much like lady gaga i don 't think people realize how talented oh, Lady man. Gaga is unless you could dig in you know she 's a great singer and all, but you don 't realize that she 's a great songwriter and she has you know a wonderful lyricist and, and she 's a musician and play multiple instruments I think people don 't realize that about Kelsey as they see this very single faceted marketing and branding but she 's got a lot of other skills i don 't think people see and so lady gaga what did, what did you say for that Dixie Chicks all right. <laughs>
1: Okay. There you go. It's now and by the, the way, chicks.
0: I about to say they're now known as the Chicks because yep. we can't say
1: Dixie. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to now call them the Dixie Indians. Okay. Anyway, so
0: for the bonus, yes. we'll go with it. You. <sighs> Sepultura? No. Um, <laughs> no, uh, I, I would love to front, you know, actually... I'm going to go Glen Campbell. I'd love to do like old school country, like Glen Campbell. It's probably more in my wheelhouse than Van Halen to sing. Okay. Um, All right. Well, that was fun. You did a great... Yeah, I I um, hope I did okay.
1: No, that was like you... And it was a perfect combination of your love for music and your love for the yeah. people of promo. So well done, man. It's yeah. really good. So I'm going to do something
0: different here before we wrap up okay. for our next episode. Our next episode is going to be the last one for 2020. And we very rarely do this, but I'd like both of us, and this is me giving you warning Kirby. So okay. do, this is transparency. This is where you're going to hear it. Okay. I think we should have a segment where we talk about the best of 2020, the best stories of 2020. Okay. And so if anybody listening would like to, uh, to email us or put comments that what things that Maybe we haven't seen what is the best of 2020. Yeah, we know 2020 has been a little bit of a shit burger for almost everybody. Yeah, what are the best about 2020? Let's end the year on a high note. You can email Kirby at uh, Kirby at Hassman Marketing. Dot com. You can email me bill at brandivatemarketing dot or you can leave your uh, whatever your thoughts are in the comments. I, I really want to spend a good section of our next podcast uh, on that as we Love wind out that the that idea, great. Idea. And and as we're doing that, you know, and you know what I'm going to do my research, Kirby, for that. Where's that bill? A promo Pulse. I'm going to have that app right in my hand. And because it sits there on my phone, I bet you have it on your phone too. I do. I, I, it's right in his holster. He's gonna show me right now. My, my holster right is in exactly holster. right. Yeah, that's right. So it's convenient. It shows you, there it is right there, right at the top of the screen. Ideas, inspiration, information, free to use. It's got that Alexa enabled app. And then this weekend, more targeted uh, emails just for you. Um, You're gonna get a new email this Sunday, every Sunday, uh, instead of the Daily Pulse. And it's going to be, they're gonna send you ideas from publishers who are popular with other distributors. So it's gonna help you see exactly what's happening. It's gonna be much more targeted for your experience. And I think that's just incredible what Jason's built over at Promo Pulse uh, really inspires me. And, and uh, I'll speak for Kirby. It's an honor to be associated with someone like that who's really shaking up things in our industry. So totally. speaking of shaking things up, Kirby, I got to go listen to the cars and shake it up. I hope you have a great day, Kirby. I hope you have a very blessed and Merry Christmas to you and your family and everybody out there, whatever you celebrate, have a great, great freaking time. Enjoy the end of, uh, or we're getting to the end of the year, so enjoy it.